Smooth transitions. Thank you. Uh, hello, everyone. Um, this is part two of our North South Divide podcast. North South Divide. It's a. Uh, we decided to sort of expand it out this podcast, didn't we? That's the plan. Yes, yes. Uh, so today we've got a lot of information to lay across. All the facts, the figures. Everything. Although I must say this is our third time recording, so <laughs> the humour has been lost slightly. I think we've laughed too much. Com- and I c- it was completely yeah. my fault. It's completely my fault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I forgot to plug it in, so we were just... Hey, can, can you hear me? Yeah. Can everyone Com- hear me? Completely fine. Yeah, why are you, you were just, just talking? Why are you just waving? You were just literally talking, like bang into the mic. Like, just, oh, oh, you mean just go like, away from take it? A, take it. Please say come close. Just take it easy. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, I, I just uh, forgot to plug it oh, in. Your dad's so. just texted me. Oh, go on then. Angry emoji. <laughs> <laughs> we were just winding up my dad before. Playing some pranks. All the stuff that he hates in the house while he's out. That's why I kneel up. Sorry, um, Neil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Ross is currently topless, sat opposite me. Yes, um, yeah. Very hairy what man. What do you think? Very hairy. Very hairy. I wish I could just have some of you. Although I did though. beat it about what, three weeks ago. That's no, I beat a, it this morning. Sorry, it's growing back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of impressive. Yeah, and I waxed my back about two and a half months hairy ago. Pacho, shout out to Pacho for doing my back. <laughs> Um, right, I want you to say the funny thing that you left over from the last oh, episode. Oh, it's not very funny, is it? Because I've just said it twice <laughs> to you, so you're not going to laugh. Although, to mix up, I typed in online just then. Yeah. World's funniest joke. Right, go on. And I read it, and it's really not that funny. Well, you got to share it. Well, no, because it's, it's a bit grim. All right, well, so I'm going to stick with my original joke. Go on, then. So, right, what is green and rocks? Go on. Elvis Parsley. <laughs> it gets worse. Bunch. It gets worse every time I have to hear it. Oh, it's my go-to but, joke. But I don't know funny. any of this. Is that like a pickup line? Um, hey, I'm fine. Actually, I was just about to tell you my pickup line. It's a Northern Powerhouse, isn't it? <laughs> Which links us perfectly into what we're going to speak to today. Smooth transitions, yeah. as always. Um, yeah, today, the Northern Powerhouse is going to be our, our main focus, isn't it? Um, and not just that. Um we're going to talk about well focusing on education uh hs2 yeah yeah which i know you've you've done a lot of reading on haven't you uh, yeah i was going to do my dissertation on it to be honest really yeah yeah i didn't know that yeah i told you earlier mate Did you? you just you don't listen to me do you <laughs> you just don't listen, I listen to one bit of information i give you i remember everything that you told yesterday me. yesterday was oh you live in a house with or northerners actually it's all southerners <laughs> that was an honest mistake though, because I genuinely yeah. thought all your friends were northerners okay so I do I apologise for that that one, right, I forgive you. that one I did remember I was just asking the question yeah, to you keep see, the conversation flowing all these, all these flowing. jokes and stuff we're talking about you'd understand if you've listened to the other podcasts <laughs> so and I can see to, I can see if people have listened to the end yeah, so feel I've got free it on my stats page go back listen to them Obviously, it might not be as good a quality as these are. Because you've learned quite a lot, haven't we? Yeah, I think like audio quality, especially, has got a lot better. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're, we're swaying away from it, lad. We need to get back to business, because this is like a meaty, This meaty is, podcast. this is a big topic. Yeah. Um, so I think, should we just run through uh, briefly the things we're going to touch on before we, we, we kick off? Yeah, um, yeah. I think we sort of on the back of Berry and Bolton coming mm. into a bit of trouble with the Football mm. League. We wanted to focus there um, to start with. Um, there's a lot of stuff, you know. Barry actually got kicked out of the football. They league. did. Bolton have been they've saved. Been rescued, they've been they? rescued, yeah. yeah but um, 
they're still they've to become that close yeah. to, to going into liquidation. Yeah, Bolton was sold to uh, Football Ventures, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there was. I th- well, Berry were meant to be sold to Football Ventures, I think, oh, right. but then they calculated. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no, it was something like that, but they calculated the risk and they yeah. were like. Obviously, both clubs have been in existence for a long time. Berry have been in existence for 134 years. And they played more games than most English football league clubs. They've won two Did FA you know Cups as well. Have they? Yeah. Blimey. But I think it's quite bad though, isn't it? Because obviously the owner, Steve Dale, I've watched a few interviews to do with him. And he didn't he buy the club for a quid? One pound it was. One, one pound, single yeah. pound. And he quote from him on TalkSport. He went, did an interview on TalkSport, didn't he? I don't and know, I haven't listened to that. Yeah, he said that he'd never been to Bury. You know yeah, well, he said he didn't that? care about the club uh, going under because he had no connection. it's not a place that I frequent, that's what he said. That's awful. Having bro. owned their football club. That's awful. And he said, for me to walk away from Bury is an easy thing to do. I didn't know there was a football team called Bury. Like, how bad is that? That's, that is, I that mean, is imagine horrendous. that. It's like... I'm trying to think if Shake Mansour did it's something like similar. It's like Smith at Norwich, mate. Imagine, like, like we're blessed to have owners who... Who care? And obviously, it's different for our clubs because of the Premier League. I think well. Dealey Smith is slightly different to uh, Shakeman's. <laughs> yeah. I think just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> I think it's quite a cultural difference, though. Yeah, I completely agree with um, you. Let's yeah. be having you! <laughs> she loves the club through and through, so I'm half with that. Yeah, no. I mean, because that could have been Norwich had we not sold James Madison for 20 mil. I mean, we could have been in a lot of trouble. Well, yeah, but now he's going to be one of the best players in the world, probably. So, a pick for England today, wasn't he? He's a quality player, top user, fresh, um, fresh guy. But yeah, so on the on the back of Barry and Bolton mm. uh, and sort of that in current affairs, um, I think it's not so much like a north south divide with these clubs going under. So it's got to do with ownership as well. Yeah. But I think it seemed quite prophetic of the demise of Northern S- Towns. Big word. It is actually it's a nice I word. I thought it was a good word. Thank you. Um, but it, it How opens do you spell up. That, sorry. Uh, prophetic. P R O P H E T I C. Nice, nice. Good word. Um, sorry, continue. But it, it sort of opens up the questions of like uh, the chasm of the North South divide, uh, of these mm. towns sort of being forgotten, being yeah. left behind. There's little investment there. And these football clubs are so important because they are the identity. Yeah. So without that, well, a common word that came up when I was reading some articles was the word community. Exactly, yeah. So I don't know whether you've seen that interview with the guy on Twitter and he was saying... I did, yeah, There's, yeah, a, there's a rough crowd of maybe like 3,000 a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he said it's not, you know, about the team, it's about the club and the community that it invokes. So, you know, like the fact that the EF, EFL fit and proper person's test, that's obviously flawed, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because in order to allow someone like Steve Dale to take them, to say I'm kind of going away from the point here, right? You are, but I'll let <laughs> yeah. you. I'll let you carry on. Sorry, I'll go back to. It. But then the community feel yeah, yeah. that's being lost that's from exactly, it. And yeah. It's for a lot of people. It's the only thing they have. Not the only thing they have, but to look no, no, forward no. to. It is on the weekend. You see know, all your friends. You're exactly, with your family, yeah. and you, a lot of them have been going for however many years. Well, you are, you're born there. You you know you support the club from when you're a little kid. It's. You're completely right. It's the community. So without that, um, it's kind of horrible it's to think about. Really. Isn't it? it is, but but again, it's that wider vulnerability mm. of these towns. Yeah. Um, in well, of course, we're not saying that this couldn't happen in the south. No, that's what. Yeah. But it's just happened to happen. But it's, it's two clubs in the north, in the north Berry and Bolton. Yeah. I think At that's what makes time. it quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, at the same time, yeah. is odd. Um, 
so I think that's why we thought it would be uh, the, the best way of sort of tackling this wider issue of of maybe a north south divide. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so yeah, well I know I know that you've um looked at HS2 quite a lot and obviously that's again a very current uh, issue in the sense of there's tried to be a, a redress in the imbalance between uh, the north and the south and they felt that high speed rail was yeah. the way to go. Yeah, of um, course. So I know you read a lot about this. So what what do you think? Do you think that is the way to go to redress the well, imbalance in some ways yes because it's obviously putting the north in the spotlight but at the same time the rate it's been going because obviously it's gone from being i think costing around 55 billion it's raised well the review has found that it's going to rise to about 100 billion that's, that's a lot of money it's like 46 percent increase or something in the yeah which is yeah. crazy which, which is crazy is, which is a lot of money and I think something that I found, I think it's Andy Burnham, isn't it? The yeah, mayor the, the of Greater mayor, Manchester. Mayor of Greater Manchester, yeah, yeah. So he was saying that there is a different um, approach that might be taken called the Northern Powerhouse Network. Indeed, indeed. Which will cost about 25 bill. But that's connecting all the northern cities up. Mm-hmm. I think he said in order for HS2 to properly work, the Northern Powerhouse also needs to be put in place. Of course, yeah, of course. Because like we were saying earlier, I think HS2, it is good. I mean, it will it'll improve the transport between you know Birmingham, Manchester, London, Leeds. Yeah. However, I think the, the issue is these cities could become a suburb of London. Well, that's exactly so, yeah. So someone in... was suggesting for Birmingham Airport to be the fourth London airport... Because with HS2, it would be, what, 40 minutes to Birmingham, roughly? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So that could cause Birmingham to then become the next suburb of London, missing out the more northern cities, such as Newcastle, Sunderland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's what, that's what I think anyway. And I, I think, think... Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say on that point, because it's a, it's a fantastic point. Um, you know, this is going to tie into Manchester. Obviously, that's the, the, the city that we're closest to. Um and there's sort of a worry that Manchester is going to sort of become part of a wider London conurbation, mm. not just Birmingham, yeah. but Manchester. If it gets that far. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I can I've genuinely got, see that I've happening. I've got a bad feeling that they're going to build it to Birmingham and then something's going to go wrong or they run yeah. out of money. That's the problem, the funding as well. The yeah. wide bit of, you know, forking out to Leeds and Manchester, yeah, yeah, we missed yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. And it will exacerbate existing issues already. Yeah. Uh, like the chasm will be widened between mm. sort of the south part of the north yeah. and, I, and further up. I personally believe Manchester's doing well. It's the fastest the growing city anyway. in Europe, I think. It is, yeah. yeah. yeah and I focus my dis around Manchester yeah, quite a lot, the redevelopments and regeneration. I mm-hmm. think Manchester's doing well as it is, mm-hmm. but we need to involve other cities, you know, connecting whole yeah, places like that. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing. You spend this much money yeah. on it. Completely agree with you, yeah. But it's interesting that with something like HS2, it's sort of su- it's sort of suggesting really that Manchester or these northern cities aren't being allowed to thrive on their own. It's got to be connected to London. This is the point. Yeah. Is it more beneficial to London or is it beneficial to the north because it feels like it's London? Yeah, they're not being allowed. It's not. It's not allowing the north to thrive by itself it's not allowing it's to redress to the imbalance it always it's has connected. to be connected it's london centric view always and don't yeah. get me wrong i understand the positives of, of of fast sort of connection to a capital city but as you said quite rightly at the start the cost 100 billion 
Yeah, when surely, I mean, we were talking before, like Northern Rail, which yeah. we use. I mean, the train the tra- from Nutsford, from where you I live, oh the train into Manchester. It's a joke. Even though drive down the motorway, it's about twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. If it's not busy, obviously, if it's rush hour traffic, you're getting a bit stuck. But train to Manchester it takes yeah fifty five minutes, which Whereas is, which is crazy. Really. the Metrolink out a bit further, it would probably take I don't know half an hour. So that's a big factor, I think. Well, it's even, just even like the, the local Alderley infrastructure. Though, even Alderley's Northern Rail, it's better than the Nutsford yeah. one, but it's still poor. It's the late trains, honestly. It's the late trains that I find uh, sort of difficult to get my head around. Like, no train is ever, ever on time. Mm. And I read something just before. Let me just quickly find it. Oh, yeah, so... Linking to this HS2 issue, so according to the uh, IPPR which is the Institute for Public Policy Research. Yeah. Um, so th- in their report, they basically said that transport spending has risen more than twice as much per person in London uh, as in the north. Yeah. Um, and not just that, but late trains on northern rails have more than doubled uh, over the lifetime of this northern powerhouse vision that's happened. Right, so what's okay. that, George Osborne must have been five years ago. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. How's that improving anything? Yeah. You know, guess, how is that improving yeah. anything? I mean, I think it's it's good when you think about it, but I think it's just a big project that David Cameron brought in. Mm-hmm. Create those classic buzzwords of, you know, transformational, game-changing, visionary, when actually I think it's just an excuse for them to be like, oh, we are doing something about it, but it's not solely for the people that need it. It always has to be connected to going back to the capital. Exactly, exactly the case, yeah. Um, it's that but, white elephant. Go on. Nah, <laughs> that was, was that, a bit random. Oh uh, yeah, I thought you were just saying a back. random couple of words. You yeah, want to, yeah. you want to roll them? Yeah, white elephant. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Um, but yeah, Sorry so this that. northern powerhouse yeah. idea, I, you know, from what I was just reading on it, what has it actually done? I mean, it's a, it's a cracking catchphrase, the northern powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but. What actually is it? Because the the problem is that this was aiming at sort of a regional about, renaissance, wasn't it? You're talking about the Northern Powerhouse is in the new transport links or the, the no, phrase describing the, 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 the idea of a Northern okay. Powerhouse that because was brought they, in by they Osborne. That new network, which no, no, I'm, I'm talking specifically right, okay. about the idea of making the North oh, redressing okay. the imbalance. They are calling the Northern Powerhouse transport no, I've, links I've the seen new that. HS3. Right, uh, yeah. HS3. HS3, yeah. Already HS3. Numero Trez, yeah. Wow, okay, well, no, I was just talking about the, the idea that was yeah, put forward by Osborne course. in 2014 uh, for the ambition for the North, but the the thing is, they say all this great stuff about regional renaissance, um, but the problem is they also, you know, a core part of the ideology of Cameron's premiership mm. was, it was austerity, wasn't it? Yeah. And these two strands counteract each other, so... I think basically it's just a great idea. It's a great catchphrase, but concrete improvement, really? What actually is it? What actually are they aiming to do? Because I don't see any redress in the imbalance. Yeah. I, I, I still see this, you know, we talked about attitudes yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't see any change in that at all, really. It's still no. the same. There's not been the, the correct funding. It's not been given to local authorities. No, not at all. Um, and so I find it ridiculous. I mean, just that stat I said from the uh, IPPR... Yeah, transport yeah. spending in London is you know, it's been twice as much per mm. person. It's crazy. It says, with the HS2 going back to the HS2, so 
the economy output for Manchester could double to £132 billion by 2050, creating 40,000 new jobs. Wow. So that's, that's a big... But that's a vision, though. That's a yeah. vision. It's, this is what politicians have done, I think. They love a headline. It's like HS2. It's a headline. It looks good, doesn't it? It mm. looks like a big thing. It's a big ribbon that you can cut probably when the train's open. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. headline grabbing rather than fundamentally caring about changing the imbalance. And the yeah. North, I, you know, this is what we're worried about. Is the North going to be slightly left behind? Yeah, I don't know. The NEF report, so it's kind of the contrasting report to the HS2. This is backed by the Northern leaders, essentially, the NEF report. Right, OK. So I was going on about the buzzwords that the HS2 uses, you know, how politicians love a grand project. Mm-hmm around which you know, a set of coarse-sounding yet meaningless buzzwords can be applied. Yeah. So the NEF report focuses on the kind of none of these buzzwords. So in contrast, they use words such as shambolic and disastrous to describe a non-existent wider transport strategy. Really? Yeah. Well, that is shambolic. So that's quite strong, yeah. And disastrous in itself. Yeah. My God, wow. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I find it it's kind of sad. I... As, again, I understand the merits of HS2, but it's just that idea of like, where's the fundamental change that's going to occur? To shift attitudes, it's all the same thing. Yeah. If you really care, you, you you will invest in the infrastructure in terms of education as well. True. Which I yeah. know we're going to come yeah. on to in a little second. But um, I think one other thing that I saw that was very interesting was, um, this was in a Guardian article, I think this was from a couple of years ago. Mm. And basically it was saying, research and development is is fundamental for for driving high skill uh, and a high wage economy um and the funding is concentrated in what's what's called the golden triangle of london so that's um sorry of the golden triangle of london cambridge and oxford yeah and so half of all research funding which is more than 17 billion goes to the golden triangle okay and only 0.6 billion goes to the northeast which is crazy yeah. That is crazy. And uh, something else which made it even worse was, uh, what sort of made it more shocking is Cambridge has as many private research and development jobs as the whole of the North. Mm. And the population of Cambridge is like 250,000. But why? Is that because, <laughs> you know, Cambridge is renowned for being... Yeah, the unis, good, of course. Yeah, yeah. But fantastic you can uni. shift... This is the thing. There's no desire to shift no. outwards. And this when is actually, how you change... Yeah. This is how you change... Uh, opinions and yeah. views on the north from our you know we were talking yesterday at uni because there are hundreds and thousands of people up north well yeah but and it'll take a generation to shift it yeah. but yeah. you don't you don't want to feel this is the problem if the government really started to invest in the north properly maybe people's views and perceptions i mean not maybe definitely that they'll yeah. change mm. you know people from the north you you won't feel as out of place even just because you feel oh, like from, maybe from Manchester. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, like, and it's like this. Yeah. Oh, London's better. That's essentially what mm. it feels like, doesn't it? We were yeah. discussing that yesterday. Yeah, and that's a difficult thing, and it's it's not going to happen overnight. Mm. But do you in, think that's linked into the inequalities through education? Uh, so yeah. we were yeah. talking about this earlier again. Yeah. So we say we were talking about this earlier a lot on this podcast because all we do is talk about the podcast so information, much, yeah. baby. We're just obsessed. We're on a podcast train. Yeah. We just have to churn them out. But do you reckon it stems from you know, lack of education, really, the, the more northern you get? So I read somewhere that 
obviously like, I think London, South East, let's say England, much more likely to get three A's at A level and obviously go on to uni, which mm-hmm. is kind of linked to the wealth of people. Yeah. There is a yeah. definite link between the more wealth you have, mm-hmm. the more likely you're going to do better at the exams. It doesn't mean you're naturally clever. No, no, no. But no, going no, through the process not. of doing exams, going to uni, so that's more likely to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're from the southeast, and that's a fact. Which is, it it's is a, a fact. fact. I know that's the problem, and people can dispute that, which they will, but yeah. it is a fact, isn't it? Yeah. And some of the stuff I was reading as well before was sort of at a younger age, um, you know, it starts at a young age where these sort of, the chasm begins you know mm. it's not just when you're 16 it's from mm. when you're really young and i think one thing that stood out certainly from from what i was reading was um so th- this was researched by the office of children's commissioner of the children's commissioner um so they provided some stats basically so in the thames valley uh, berkshire region which is where theresa may's constituency is actually situated so eight percent of all 11 year olds reached a higher standard at key stage two compared to 3% in Liverpool and 4% in Leeds. So double Leeds, basically. Sorry, I fell asleep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we did say there'd be facts and Joking. figures. That was a very good, um, good fact. Yeah, it's just that yeah. point of, like, from a younger age, mm. uh, it, it's starting this sort of chasm in, the, in an attainment gap. Mm. There is a massive attainment gap, yeah, as has just definitely. been shown. This is the thing, like, you can have opinions and everything, but facts are facts, you know? Mm. Uh, and this is what we have to look at. It's, a, it's yeah. obviously a serious issue. Going back um, to the education as well between the North and South, so I was looking, again, sorry to fill you with more kind of facts <laughs> and figures. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> My turn. Um, so, yeah, no... Basically, I was, I was reading online. Uh, one way you can measure the disadvantage and the inequality is through free school meals. So the number of children claiming free school meal is used frequently to measure the level of education or disadvantage between children. And the figure basically reveals the relation between deprivation at home and how well children do in higher education. So there are high proportions of children claiming free school meals in the north of England in the south so in the north east of england it's almost 20 percent while in the south east of england it's 10 percent but the key thing here is that um children claiming free school meals in london are on average twice as likely to go to university than children receiving free school meals in the north right so that puts a different perspective on it it really does i mean wow i mean i know we're hitting hitting people up with a lot of info. Yeah. But I think it's important for this. And this is what we tried to say, mm. you know, listen to the part one yesterday because yesterday was more of just a, a chat about our experience. Yeah. And as, as we made clear, you know, we're, we're from Cheshire, you know. We, we don't, we haven't experienced this sort of issue, have we? No, um, no, not And so. we're, we're fortunate, you know, but it's, just, it's an issue that we're very well aware of. Mm. And I think coming back to that sort of, uh, sort of the issues we were talking about at uni of maybe being a little bit judged or feeling a little bit judged inside. Um, there weren't that many Northerners at Edinburgh. No. Same. And this comes back to the attainment yeah. gap. I, yeah. You know, from a young age, you know, I, I had like five Northerners who I met and you, as we said, you, you, you tend to congregate. Mm. Um, but it, it wasn't a lot. It was very few. You, you know, you can count them on one hand. Five. Yeah, no, same, same in Bristol. Yeah. Like, yeah you lived with eight, didn't you, in second uh, year? 
joke's growing old. My poor listening skills. No, it's not even a joke. No, I know. But if you want to find out what it's about, listen to our last podcast. Oh, yeah. Trying to keep advertising them. Keep plugging our own pods. What was it called? On our pods. It was Uh, called Part One. Oh, what was it? Ori Arked. Ori Arked. Which is... Which is quite funny. Kevin and Perry esque. If you've seen Kevin and Perry, yes, indeed. Great movie. Um, but I've got a question for you. Hit me up, boy. Um, HS two. You had the decision. Say yes or no. What would you do? I'd say no. No. Purely based Even, on. Even let's say the cost was fifty five bill. Right. So if the cost went down, obviously. Let's say we click our fingers what... now, and you can say yes or no. What would you do? No, but it's all about the cost for me. Oh, right, in, okay. You could if it was a hundred billion. So what would your no. li- what would your limit be? It would be what it was supposed to be originally, which was fifty five so, billion. Okay, it's just I the think, fact it's gone up to hundred bill. I don't. I don't. I, I I completely agree. It has merit. Of course, it does, yeah. and it needs to be redone. But why can't you just invest in the local railways that are already as shown? You know, with late trains, such as you know the stats that I, I mentioned before. And education. Yeah. If you really care yeah. about so you'd, redressing you'd, the imbalance, you'd no. use the money instead to, to, to focus, focus on, on that's a lot improvement of, money, of education. It? It's, a, it's absolutely low. And there's a lot of environmental issues. It's going through the heart of Cheshire. I Is believe it? near us, yeah, Holmes Chapel, I think. So it's been a wow. little bit of an uproar about that, but I don't think it will happen. I don't think it'll happen because you're having an independent review into it, aren't you? Mm. So as soon as things like that start to happen... And just the risk of it not going past Birmingham... But, but, but use that money yeah, to, yeah. to change that but education. Will they, would they? I don't know, but do you not think that's why... And again, I'm not speaking on behalf of the North, but I'm saying... Luke's carrying the North on his shoulders. <laughs> I really am. Um, no, but the boy would you not feel edge. a bit more of a connection to... Or like a bit more support from the government if they were like, look... That yeah. hundred billion we're going to use yeah. to really focus mm-hmm. on on serious issues, yeah. and I think yeah. it all starts with education, and that is the theme of, of of our podcast, isn't it? Yeah. And and we want you're proud. Everyone's proud to be northern. I wish I was more northern <laughs> rather than a, a, a Cheshire boy. A fake northern. Yeah, I'm I'm a nothing. I'm in yeah. between. I'm a we're floater. Still, we're still north of the boundary of Birmingham. Yeah, we're so. still we're still north of the Watford Gap. So it's not going to even use original stations. So. When it goes to Birmingham, they are designing two new stations. Really? Hundreds of metres away from each other. So they're not even involving new streets. Which, which is, is which is pointless. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Again, Again it's it all for excessive. headlines. It looks great. Mm. But really, what sort of change it is, I, I, I don't know. But I'm just slightly aware of the time um, here. So I think we should just try and maybe wrap it up. I, as I said, I know um, we've... we've well, we have researched a lot for this one, haven't mm. we? Because we wanted to have two different uh, type of podcasts. One which was, uh, as we said, personal experience. And one which yeah. is, we want people to really think about this. I think it's a serious issue that needs to be talked about yeah. more and often. I, my main concern is, will it attract people up north? You know, instead, will it just attract more people from the north to the south? But it's this question of, well, like everyone, you get a grad job, you want to go to London, but the hope would be, actually, it's great in the North, so I don't need to do that. And that's, it's a generational change that you want to make. And Mm. as I said, like going to uni uh, as well, just, you don't want it to feel like, oh, there's a Northerner, wow. Mm. It should just be, it should be very similar um, to the amount, you know, amount of people who who went to our unis from the South or so it felt. Yeah, Um, yeah. 
So I, we just want people to think about these questions um, that we're sort of putting forward. Yeah, and obviously HS2 has been quite current recently. Yeah, exactly. And the football as well, Berry and Bolton. It's all very current. Um, and yeah, we want to start talking about shifting these attitudes. Um, it's something we both really strongly believe in. Um, I think Ross is just, if you just pick your nose just as well. Just out, yeah. That was disgusting. That's a horrible thing to finish Stop on. Stop beating me out. <laughs> Topless you picking his nose. Hey, You're hey, horrible. We're going to wipe it on you in a minute. You're nasty. Um, but yeah, well, we hope you enjoyed this one. Um, I think we'll be doing uh, a few more two-parters. Yeah, it's been fun. I think we should try and get someone else on to well, discuss. I know, I know we get, we've got a couple of guests lined up for next week. And we're not doing it on the weekend because you're working again, aren't you? Once again, yeah, back to um, Fusion, going to Fusion Festival. Festival in Liverpool. Nice. At Sefton Park, pulling pints. That'll be fun. With the Whitaker. Oh, Whitaker, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. Yeah, so we might catch a Does little bit. Does he listen to this? I haven't sent it in back. Okay, I might do, actually. Um, but yeah, well, next week we've got a couple of guests lined up, but... But, you know, in terms of feedback yeah, from people, if thoughts. people enjoyed this a bit more, then we could look at doing these two parts where it's a personal opinion yeah. and then it's a bit I, more research based. I um, got told it was it was nice to hear northern accents rather than American accents. You showed me that actually, yeah. yeah. From Rose. That was lovely feedback. I enjoyed Very, that. That was the most constructive feedback I've yeah. got. It's better than the old, yeah, really good. Yeah. It is, and that's what people say. And I'm like, which bit did you like? And they're like, oh, first <laughs> 60 seconds. Skip to the end. I like the end. I can see everything. That's what I did with yours and Tom's. Oh, you're a Skip to boy. the end. I'm winding you up. But now it's been fun. Um, yeah, and we look forward to putting out another podcast next week. Of course, yeah. All right, see you, yeah. everyone.